0: Welcome to Folk Tales, a podcast series for anyone who loves spending time on, in, or by the water. I'm Dominic Zamet, Director at Boat Folk, and throughout this series I'll be speaking with guests from our coastal communities to hear their stories and to learn what life on the water means to them. I hope you enjoy listening.
1: Hi, this is uh, David Hurst, and uh, today I'm sitting down with James Tyler, who's representing the Charles Henry lifeboat and uh james thanks very much for taking time to talk to us today Uh the charles henry your lifeboat is a fine sight when she's out on the water but for anyone who hasn't seen her afloat can you just paint us a picture of this historic former lifeboat
0: yeah no no problem david it's uh it's an oakley class uh rni lifeboat she's uh 48 foot long and 14 foot wide so she in, in metric terms, 15 metres long and about 4.5 metres wide. She's got a red hull, followed by
1: a white line, blue stripe, red, and then a bright orange superstructure, so you really can't miss us. So I'm, I'm kind of imagining, you know, like if, you, if you think of a traditional, like, Lifeboat, and that's kind of what the James Henry, the Charles Henry, looks like, isn't it? Like the ones that used to come out of those um, RNI collection boxes. It is exact it is of that era, yes. So the the collection boxes they were, I think, were Oakley classes. That was the Oakley
0: thirty-seven in the collection boxes. So the Charles Henrys in Oakley forty-eight. Okay, so, so she's of that
1: era. She looks exactly the same. The same color scheme. As you say, she's an Oakley class lifeboat. So tell us a bit more about the Oakley class. When when were those lifeboats introduced? Who designed them? So the
0: the Oakley class was starting to be built back in the 1950s. Uh, they built five in total. Charles Henry was the second last to be built. As of what's left today, I think one sank, uh, one was scrapped, one uh, had fire damage and had to be scrapped also. One was placed on a roundabout. And they are still there to this day, I okay. remember rightly. Yeah, and then we've got the Charles Henry, who's obviously in Rocky's Marina. Um, and there's another vessel which is currently partially being restored, but I haven't heard anything from her for a while. But I do believe she is either in the water or in a refitting yard at some stage.
1: So at the moment, Charles Henry is the only one that's working. So Charles Henry, the only one to float at the moment, and and working and isn't so hard, yeah. working, yeah. yeah. in endured the sea, yeah, and hasn't ended up on a roundabout, which is really, which is really, which is really good news. Yeah, yeah, she's not been on a. Yeah, so so she's quite a rarity. Um, so what was was there anything particularly special about the Oakley
0: design? Well, the Oakley were, were some of the last wooden boats Yar and I ever made. They had a selection of Iron class and Oakley class, and the Irons and the Oakleys, they were the last wooden balls the and i ever manufactured and that was out of a yard called william osborne in Littlehampton. um so that makes her even more rare that um this is kind of like a forgotten skill was uh out of that boat. was out of the charles henry it went down the time class, which just the steel and the fiberglass hole right so no but she's just quite it's quite an unusual vessel like uh, because again just they only ever built five of her and even the, the Chatham Museum, Royal Museum itself doesn't have an Oakley class. There's only three of them really about these days, and even the Royal doesn't have
1: one anymore. So she is a really, she is a really special boat, and I know how proud you and the Tyler family are. I'm going to talk a bit about how she came into your ownership. Oh yeah, and <laughs> a, a little while, but yeah, before before you got before she came into your um into your possession, James, she would obviously had a really long distinguished career. Uh, can you tell me a bit about where she was originally based and what kind of rescue she was involved in yeah um, so she was built in
0: 1968 as I already mentioned by Little Hampton Yard by William Os- Osborne's she was then stationed at Selsey Bill Lifeboat Station in the Boathouse on a Slipway Lodge. she was based there from 1969 to 1983 uh, in that time she was launched uh, 160, uh, 176 times saving 80 lives in that period of time which is really not a long long period of time at all like class short period on station then at salsi bill you know, yeah, you know no, very very busy boat yeah um and that didn't change uh when she was because salsi bill however how busy it was she was upgraded the boat was changed to a time class faster vessel so the, the charles henry was moved then to southern Island and baltimore and she served there from 1984 to 1987 and when she finally was stood down from active service, and even in her time in Baltimore, she was involved in thirty-five launches and saved thirty-three lives in those launches. So every time that boat left the boat house, she was involved in it. She made the difference. She she did what she was built for, which I find quite um, was well, quite fascinating, really, because you see a lot of lifeboats these days, a lot of historic lifeboats, uh-huh. and not many of them can claim to save over a
1: hundred lives in their very short career. So she did some fantastic service with the RNLI and obviously it was uh, she. Was, she had some amazing crews who must have been manning her during oh, the time she was at Bill and again at Baltimore. Oh yeah, there's some, there's some excellent crew. I've actually had the pleasure of getting to meet some of the relatives of some of the crew. Yeah.
0: Really? Oh yeah, nice. they've, they've even came up up to Royal Keys. to come in mm-hmm. and see the boat because they couldn't. They didn't. They thought she was gone. They thought it was scrapped. But uh, no, no, they were. Fa- they thought it was brilliant to see her. she was in such. Uh, such fine condition again and still running <laughs> up and oh that's coast. just that's just brilliant they must have had some amazing memories of their time well e- even the stories they give of the rescues they were involved when in during the times they were on board you can see like, that this was a, a very serious serious boat like back in the days this was the equivalent of a seven class yeah which is now the flagship of the life fleet like this was uh
1: yeah this is the biggest vessel they ran at the time and it was uh and an expensive vessel to get built at the time, I imagine. I mean, today, a seven-class lifeboat must cost, what, a couple of million pounds or something like that to get done? Probably for four. pounds, yeah, yeah, So um, where did the funding come, come originally to create the Charles Henry? So the Charles Henry came from a gentleman, the full Charles Henry, he who got a local, um,
0: I think he was a local businessman in Selsey bill. I'm not really sure. It's very difficult to get information on them, to be yeah. honest. Not a lot of records on him. Been trying to look into him a bit more, but uh, but he was the main benefactor. We paid up to seventy six thousand pounds, I think.
1: But this was in back in the nineteen sixties, like. So yeah, yeah, Significant. A yeah. significant uh, amount of money back in the sixties. Absolutely. Yeah. So maybe somebody who is listening to us today might know something about Charles Henry. Oh, as well, a benefactor. Yeah. In which case, we'd love to hear from you. Wouldn't we? <laughs> Wait. Get some more information. And that would be great because I know you're obviously you're really interested in the history. Of the boat, and after she kind of came off station at Baltimore, so what happened to her then? Uh, was she kind of kept on in the RNLI fleet? Um, yeah, so she she
0: her final rescue was in third of June nineteen eighty seven. Two days before that, she was involved in the rescue of a oil carrier off the Irish coast, and that was in hurricane force conditions as wow. she launched in. She was stood down from active service a week later, and she was taken mm. back to the pool and pulled out the water. And that's where she stayed for a long time, not doing anything. So, Paul, that's where the RNLI
1: have their headquarters?
0: Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's where their modern headquarters okay. is now. Right. Back then, yeah, that's yeah. when they moved there, but they didn't have the infrastructure that like they do now. But, yeah, the Charles Henry was taken there and then ultimately ended up in a car park called uh, Mary Hill Shopping Centre. So she was, like, a bit forgotten about then, presumably? Like, uh, I, I believe so, uh, yeah, because uh, back then the, the Oakleys were... They old, the, the older opleys and the smaller opleys were known to have structural problems. They were basically getting water damage from the inside out due to the to the self righting system and the water tank system on the boat. And so a lot of the boats were scrapped. Yeah, and I think Charles Henry was meant to be scrapped, but she never was. They forgot about her. She ended up in a car park. So and somehow she just slipped through that. She slipped slip through, through the net. Kind through, of it, slipped through the net, and then right. I think it was in 1989
1: oh So nineteen ninety eight, she was finally sold to private owners. So she'd been sitting in this car park for, for all this time. And then somebody saw her, bought her, and then what happened? What happened to her then? Well, after that, she
0: she had a very unusual life. She ended up being a houseboat. She she had all of her lifeboat equipment removed from her, well, ne- ne- nearly everything, and she was converted into a li- into a houseboat where she sat down next to there on the canals for <laughs> nearly ten years. Um, with people buying and selling. I think it was about three owners who owned her and
1: lived on board yeah. in that period of time. So they probably appreciated her as a very comfortable houseboat, but didn't really recognise her really important history in terms of life-saving. Well, no, yeah, it didn't really It's a bit of a shame keeping such a boat inside a canal. I know, yeah. But yeah, yeah. She must be very unhappy being stuck in a canal when she's used to going out on the rough seas of, uh, sort of, of mm-hmm. on the Irish... I, I, of the, yeah, and, yeah, southern coast, yeah, yeah, and yeah, but, yeah,
0: but in many ways, the fact where she lived on the canals for so long is why she's still here now because she would have been in a
1: freshwater environment, which has probably protected the hulls for 10-15 years, and that's why it's still well, she's in such good yeah. condition now. So what happened next? So she was she was a houseboat. She had three or four owners, and then and she went back to sea again. She was bought by
0: another owner, and he ran her at sea for for a while as a, his own private leisure boat. And then I ended up buying it. Then he he wanted to uh, get rid, and it was 2017. I saw the advert on eBay. So
1: he saw the advert on eBay. He <laughs> Charles Henry was listed on eBay. She was listed on eBay for sale. And, right. uh, yeah, went down to have a look, and bought her. <laughs> <laughs> so you kind of almost bought her un, almost bought her unseen from from eBay. I, I did have a quick. You had a great yeah. look, but I think in my enthusiasm, yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> it you, no were tapp- you were tapping, you were tapping away, making those bids on eBay, <laughs> way, James? No question of the matter. I was buying yeah. You had to have it. So where was she? So, so where was she then? She was in Great Yarmouth. So I got down the
0: Great Yarmouth, started her up, moved her on our merry way, and we got within about oh maybe about a mile from Hartlepool. Right, something wasn't right with the starboard engine. She started smoking, and I was like, right, whoops. a little bit longer. Got her in the lock, got her onto the berth. Right, and both engines stopped dead. This is the thing: you
1: guys were expecting me to arrive. I never did. Okay. I broke down in heart. The- <laughs> we should, play, I suppose, James. You are a qualified marine engineer with a lot of experience. So, if anybody could manage to keep the Charles Henry going from Great Yarmouth to the Tyne, it was you. Oh, yeah, we, 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 after we, we did a few,
0: uh, emergency repairs in, uh, Art and got the engines going again. Yeah. We got her back around the Royal Keys where you, uh, you guys welcomed me in, gave me a nice hammerhead berth. And
1: yeah, that's when we started our rebuild project. So what kind of state was she in when you went down to Great Yarmouth to see her? She wasn't, she wasn't the best. I don't want to be mean
0: to previous owners, but she was a bit neglected, I think, because the nature of lifeboats, they're, they're very expensive vessels, however, they're, Working, sitting still, or just doing anything, they cost money. As do any boats. Sure. So we, we ended up, we decided very quickly that we needed to do some serious refitting on her. And that involved new electrics, new plumbing, engines, service and overhauled on both sides, generator service and rebuild. Uh, we spent a lot of time, all three years,
1: getting her into a state where we thought she was ready to sail. It. So she was afloat all the time, she'd lost a lot of her life by- Paraphernalia, though, actually over the she, she had, over the years, and we managed to recover quite a bit of this Okay. through donations.
0: Again, eBay people from the the historic boat community who happen to be collecting random bits of gear. Okay, <laughs> and then you find you find the the nice thing about the RNLI they mark every single panel of one of those boats with okay. what boat it's from. Oh, really? Okay, and I found a set of those which had come
1: from the Charles and I thought of events with 10.15 stamped on them. And I went, that's my book. You knew that was your weather, 10.15. Okay, so if anybody out there has got any bits of more in L.I.K. with 10.15 stamped yeah. on them, you'd like to donate them to the <laughs> Jack. Like a bar. You be, <laughs> be, you'd you be interested, wouldn't you? Yes, you know, I would. I would like that. Yeah. <laughs> so no more no more of this eBay business, everybody. You just need to give them to James <laughs> so he can put them back on this fabulous boat, the Charles Henry. So over the winter, you've had the boat out. For a few weeks here in the Royal Marina Boatyard, yeah, yeah, um, well, that's been like a bit of TLC kind of thing, presumably a bit of work on her. Yeah, so we we do two yearly sessions with her
0: in the water. This is two years since she's been out of the water, so it's just anti fouling, anodes, uh, gloss work, the usual maintenance just to keep her looking smart again. Because after we did the rebuild, we were we use her quite heavily.
1: Up and down yeah. the whole cool slice. so. She was due a, a repeat, and she looks. I have to say, she looks very smart. I was lucky to be here the other day when we lifted her back into the water, and she looked absolutely cracking. You must have been really thrilled to see her back, yeah. She and float again. She kept she
0: came out nice, and 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 it's always I always feel more safer when those types of boats are back in the water because she's a she's a she's a heavy boat with a fairly odd ton Oh, wow, well, okay. I don't <laughs> like
1: her on the blocks too, <laughs> But
0: um, yeah, but no, no, but. Uh, yeah, I saw you there on that cold morning. Lee.
1: Yeah, so we've got a few photographs which we'll be which we'll be putting up on our Facebook page as well. So if you want to have a, if anybody wants to have a look at the boat, then uh, we can uh, then we can do that. But it was a pretty cold morning, but you did a grand job, and I think the. Our 40 ton lift just about managed <laughs> to get her back into the water, yeah, okay, which was which was good. So, the the question I suppose now, James, is what are you going to do next? Because obviously, looking after this boat, so you love this boat, it's been a labor of love for you and your dad and the family to look after her. And I know that you really want people to enjoy an experience and, and see the boat. So, tell me about what your plans have been about how you're going to use the boat. So, I, I don't have if you're aware, but the boat is actually under a charitable trust now. So that's
0: okay. something uh, we brought in in the last, last year or so during COVID to help fund her in many ways. So we can get access to grant funds, but also be available to the public for viewing. So the plans for 2023 and 2024, um, is to try and make her more available to the public. Cause I know she, she does pull a crowd. I have, I've done an event last summer in Newcastle, and i think i had about 400 visitors in the space of yeah her. yeah um i've never been so busy like no she, yeah. <laughs> she,
1: she 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 is an absolute stunner kind of thing i can absolutely see that she's yeah. a real she's a real draw and a real attraction wherever you go and covid must have been really hard for you i guess james because you probably wouldn't have been able to do all the things you wanted to do in terms of getting the public on board and uh, and get people to see her
0: yeah it basically we 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 were hoping to do uh, training and uh, like with cadets and scout groups but a lot, all of that was was put on hold and unfortunately, ultimately cancelled permanently uh, until further notice because uh, we we're obviously the shock after COVID, With finances for everybody, and then obviously the safety of not having people together. Yeah, it kind of it kind of ruined our tw- 2020, 2021 yeah. and twenty 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 one and twenty twenty two season. So that's basically where we are now to try and make a bit of a comeback. We're going to do some larger trips for like the volunteers who've been involved in maintaining it. We're going to try and get more fundraising events done hopefully get a few involved of the royal keys if they're well you guys have yeah yeah we uh, got
1: supportive and trying to help us out and getting stuff done letting us uh yeah we got lots of, we got lots of events coming up in 2023 for um you know our birth holders and for the community and hopefully you know you and the charles henry experience can be part of those as well james looking forward to that yeah absolutely very much that'll be that'll be lovely even if like, they would get uh down onto the standby pontoon
0: and people can come and view her and people are really keen we can arrange trips, but uh, that that'll be that'll be the the game. Yeah, that,
1: like. That'll be really that'll be really great. Cause we've got we've got quite a number of really beautiful historic boats here in the marina, but just the way the marina's set out, it's quite difficult sometimes to see them. So yeah. where you on your where you on your pontoon, it's a bit difficult for visitors to see Charles Henry. So it'd be great to maybe get her out onto the waiting pontoon uh, and a few manoeuvres around the marina. When some of our events are coming up. Absolutely, like uh
0: it's obviously very very safe for readers, role because that's why we've had it here for nearly five years now. We've had no problems at all. No like both speed safest houses. Everyone here's grand, lads are grand, like um but no, cod can't, can't ask for anything more then. Um but yeah, man, no, great to get the boats out and then all on display Like, uh we do lack a bit of a seafront here, as like places like Whitby uh, and yeah, Hamburg um, enjoy quite greatly. But uh but no no hopefully we can build something up here and roll
1: and this is a very appropriate place for this historic lifeboat to be as well although, although Charles Henry hasn't necessarily got a particular association with the Tyne in her in her history you know the Tyne has got a fantastic association with lifeboats and some of the very first life-saving boats were built here on on the Tyne the history of lifeboats goes back to the late 1700s here here on the here on the river I mean the Tyne was such a dangerous entry that many. And many boats were lost and many lives were lost by boats getting wrecked on the black middens at the mouth of the river and so that's really why the life the lifeboats were very much something that was first first appeared on the on uh, on the Tyne and on the northeast coast so it seems very appropriate that we've got the Charles Henry back here
0: well yeah, absolutely like the north the northeast coast has got some of their oldest lifeboat heritage growing oh, like we on the first first purpose built lifeboat was launched on the Tyne Still on display in South Shields, yeah. looking great, you know, painted up. Yeah. this is before R and days, all the R and Light And then when the R and did fall, Time Alpha was the first place to have a motor launch lifeboat. Okay. First of a kind. But again, thankfully, due to another very uh, brilliant charity, Northeast Maritime Trust, over the river, that one's also back for viewing yep. the Henry Frederick Swan. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, yep. a, a motor sailor lifeboat, and again another excellent uh,
1: boat. Another part of the the history of, of the Tane. I really like the fact that the very first lifeboat that was launched on the river was actually called became known. It didn't actually have a name. It was so unique, it didn't actually have a name, but they, it was known locally as the original. So the, literally, the original lifeboat <laughs> yeah, was was operating out of the was out of the Tane. We have a really, we have a really long history, and let's hope that continues. And it does continue. We've got a fantastic um, seven lifeboat based at the Timahora and ally Station now, and uh, we often see them here at the marina. They get our fuel from our fuel berth here at the marina, and even keep the reserve boat. Well, yes. they, they have. They've kept the reserve boat here as well. So we still got uh, not only the link back to your historic lifeboat, but to the modern lifeboats on the time as well. Uh, so, James, you're a marine engineer by profession. Tell me a bit about what's underneath the bonnet of the charles henry so they're quite a bonnet on the charles henry but <laughs> more like a
0: massive engine room uh, But yeah we've, we're still running our original gardner 6lx's uh some people might not know what gardner is but i imagine some of the more hardcore boaters and older listeners to this uh would, would will know exactly what i'm talking about it's the same engines which were in the london buses during world War two same same models in my boat two of them uh, with reducer boxes, going back to the propellers. Um, but yeah, she's uh, some very, very old engines, very original, back from the 50s, but uh,
1: still extremely reliable after we've done a lot of work to some mind. Sure, to get to get them going. So do they, I mean, are they, are they relatively easy to kind of maintain compared to some modern engines today that you work on? I do enjoy working on the Gardeners and like anything from
0: the 50s or 60s in terms of diesel engines, because... When I've worked on some of the more modern units, it's it's nightmare, fiddly. But with a with gardener, it's hammers and spanners, maintenance as I like to call it. There's there's no special tools required. You just un, un- ball it and pull, and that's it. think that's <laughs> it's no it's nothing nothing complicated about it at all. We spent a lot of time uh, repairing. Uh, uh, we the, did the, the fuel pumps injectors, cylinder heads. Just had all the, the, the minor sort of maintenance done so her it can...
1: but no, it's just been running grand ever since we... And, uh, and if you need a new part, does the modern does modern kit fit, or do you have to get it specially handcrafted or... So, I'm quite lucky,
0: especially with Gardner, because the 6LX was such a popular engine, there's still a lot of them going around. Okay. Um, right in relatives, relative terms, but also there's a company down in, uh, I believe it's Oxford, Cambridge, I can't remember, actually call themselves Gardner Marine and they have a lot of the old stock from when the factory used to be running. Amazing. And that's where I get a lot of my spares from. So some of your spares from there as well. I can contested. Yeah. yeah, so it's it's all even though it's such an old engine, we still get a lot of spares for it, which is good
1: because we want to keep her going. Great. Okay. Okay. And when she's out on the river, do you have to does she take a lot of um does she take a lot of work to keep it going out on the river?
0: Yeah, just the routine maintenance as you do, uh, like yearly oil changes. Oh, you got your plan maintenance and all that. You've got running hour base like because um, we did, we did so much work when we first got our new injectors, heads, alternators, starter motors that we pretty much set ourselves up for the last two years of running for when we were meant to do and all those trips we were talking about. Mm. So no, she's she's in really good condition, but you just gotta keep it on top of them as you do any diesel engine or any yacht. Surely. A nice boat to handle. With maneuverability uh, uh, no <laughs> <laughs> um once, once you're used to her she's all right but because she's a full displacement hull boat an all fake tonner and tunnel props the lot, just a little D rudder on the back she is interesting to maneuver it's interesting I like I like, I like that I like that word That's good. gonna take some care on it. it okay. doesn't go where you want it to go um mm-hmm. you just kind of have to go with the flow sometimes like uh, I mean you saw me reversing out with the lock I make it look
1: I make it look easy, but uh, there's a lot happening. I imagine there's, I imagine there's a lot happening in, in that <laughs> engine room kind of thing. And I, I'm sure it all went smoothly. So it looks like you knew what you were you knew what you were doing. And if you're on about, what kind of crew do you do you need to, um, to 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 run the boat? So really, I just need two people. So like a coxswain
0: or a helmsman, or an, and a, a one deck crew really for for trip purposes. Um, if we're doing like a longer. If I was doing like a night away for the for the volunteers a couple of days away, like going down to Whitby, for example, or the Holy Island, anchoring there. Probably carry maximum of six people overnight. But well, it's a bit of a party of six people, I must admit. Like, right?
1: Sounds sounds good There, Count me count me next time you're doing the trip <laughs> to Holy Island. Absolutely. On board the Ch- the Charles Henry, that'll be yeah, that'll be fantastic. So you've got the Charles Henry Experience charitable trust set up, James. If anybody wants to find out more about you or what's to come on Maybe get involved, volunteer, see the boat. How can they get in touch with you?
0: Yeah, so we have a Facebook page. Um, on there, you can even message us. They so also have access to our email address on there. So our email is oakley forty eight twelve at outlook But all of that is on our on our Facebook page. So it's the Charles Henry Experience, and
1: you'll 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 see us because we've pictured the boat right in the pi- lots of lots of great photographs of the of the, of the yeah. boat there. So just tell me that email address again. So, oakley4812 at outlook.com or find us on Facebook at the Charles Henry Experience. Definitely worth looking up, everybody. It's a beautiful looking boat. We hope that you'll get a chance to see it. uh James, I know you've got a lot of work on at the moment. You've been busy working on boats. You've got your own engineering business. I don't know how you fit in the time <laughs> to look after the Charles Henry as well. But really grateful to you for taking the time today to talk to us about your wonderful lifeboat, the Charles Henry and we're looking forward to helping give you the chance to let other people see this historic life bow as well. So thanks again for your time today. Much appreciated.
0: No, no problem. Thank you, David, for letting us I would chat about the book. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Folk and join us for the next episode soon.